Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The pause. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss on a slider. Max Scherzer with a broken nose has struck out 10 Philadelphia Phillies over seven shutout innings. 88th career double-digit strikeout game, six this year. He is worth every penny and more. And these fans love it. Grant and Danny, 106.7 The Fan. Max Scherzer, Nats Park, Wednesday night. Broken nose, black eye. Seven shutout, ten strikeouts in empty the tank mode. My favorite thing to watch in sports at this point. I mean, here's the, the difference after that game. Max is saying this really wasn't a big deal, guys. It's not that much pain. It's we're fine. saying it's a big deal. And we're going, that was epic. And we're talking yesterday about where he ranks on the all-time greatest athletes in D.C. sports on the show. He joins us now on the Mattress Warehouse Hotline. Max, thank you as always. Regular appointment here on G&D. Not normally do we talk to you, though, after you broke your nose on the mound with Max installed by FH for plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Call 877-CALL-FUR for absolutely the best service at absolutely the best price. Are you saying that you didn't have any pain while you were pitching at all? <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I had zero pain. Uh, I didn't feel anything in the nose whatsoever. And literally the only thing I had to deal with was just the swelling in, uh, in my eye, just kind of jiggling a little bit when I was warming up. But once I got used to that, um, I mean, I felt exactly the way I've been feeling over the past few starts. And, uh, it was, so I felt absolutely zero pain when I was pitching. So when we called it your bloody sock game, we overdid it a bit? Yeah, you overdid it a lot. <laughs> it looked amazing. It looked so I cool. Mean, you, you had the black eye, and you got beat up by Tyson, and you, you, you limped out to the mound. You army crawled without your legs, and then you kind of stood up, and you were in a wheelchair, and you threw 97. It was incredible. Yeah, it just it just looks ugly. <laughs> I mean, the, the number of things I've actually had to put you with where I was actually dealing with pain, I mean, those, those hurt. This... This didn't hurt. So this was just something that I think just looked, you know, everybody could see. I mean, you had a black eye. I mean, so obviously it just looks 10 times, a million times worse than it actually was. Max and Max Scherzer's with us here on Grant and Danny. You, I know you've mentioned that the most important thing for you is, you know, obviously his location, his spotting the ball, and then making sure your off-speed stuff is working and playing off your fastball. But it's impossible not to notice you're throwing harder. Uh, over your last several starts, and, and it kind of went back to you told us about your posture and that and that, that tweak you've made. Is that something you're conscious of now that your fastball is buzzing a little bit right now? Uh, I think the velo is more of a product of the weather than it is of anything I'm actually doing. Um, but, I mean, I also feel like my fastball location has also picked up a tick and I'm able to get through the ball in the, in the correct way. Um, so that I can locate better. So that from the mechanic standpoint, yes, I, that, that's definitely uh, something that, I, you know, when I made that kind of tweak, I, I really feel like I'm, I'm driving through the ball in a much more, 
uh, direct line towards home plate. And I really feel like that's the reason why I'm having success. For the velo, I mean, it's just warmed up. I and mean, anytime you have nice humid weather, uh, it always, my entire life, anytime you get in humid weather, uh, it always plays up a little bit more because you're just nice and loose. So you'll be touching 102 in August when it's when no. it's humid. <laughs> <But go, laughs> no, I've never touched 100. So, well, go into that a little bit though for for folks that may not know about it. When when the weather warms up, why why is that? You just you sort of feel better. Is it easier? The ball jumps a little bit. There's carry to it. Go into why that might be. I, I mean, when it's just warm, and you don't have to do anything to get loose, and then. Um, you know, when you're in nice summertime weather, uh, you know, without you don't even have to put that much energy into actually throwing, like trying to throw hard. It just naturally happens because your body's just so warmed up um, to the point where you're actually trying to conserve energy uh, throughout a start. So, I mean, that's the difference between pitching in cold weather and, and warm weather. Is warm weather you're, you're trying to conserve conserve your tank for as long as you can. Whereas when you're in cold weather, I mean, you got to put in so much effort into every single pitch because your body just it's just not warm. Max Scherzer on Grant and Danny here on 106.7 The Fan. Let's go back to the actual break itself. I mean, everybody's an expert watching the video of you jabbing at the ball with the bat and going, what was he doing in there? And They're not at batting practice where you just kind of you know, push the ball a couple of times and then start taking your hacks. What happened and, and how common is it for you to be doing what you were doing when you broke your nose? <laughs> well, this is the previous day. I, we had worked because I, I messed up a bunt the previous start. Um, I really wanted to work on, uh, we had the pigeon machine on, and it was cranking at like 95 miles an hour, and I was working on trying to really dead the ball, and I really felt like I got my technique down uh, to actually, you know, bunt, a, you know, firm fastball and actually deaden it. Um, and so the next day, Bobby was, uh, you know, a BP guy, was just, he, he's flipping him in there, just warming, he was just getting his arm loose. And so, like, those are pointless bunts to me anyway, to bunt those balls when they're flipping at 40. Like, you get nothing out of it when you're <laughs> used to bunting 90. And so my hand-eye coordination just got off just a click, and I, just my hands got in a bad position. And it just, it's one of those freak things that happen where it just hit the bat at the, at the right angle where it just went into my face. So, one, did you know it was broken right away, or did you have to wait for the results to come back? And then, two, at what point did you say, I don't care about this, I'm pitching? Like, Was there ever a moment where you thought, I'll, I'll miss my start tomorrow? Well, because he was lobbing it in there. I, when it hit my face, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, you, know, you know that when I initially got hit, I mean, yeah, I got hit in the face, but I, I mean, it, it was literally something like forty miles an hour in there, just getting his arm loose. So I really didn't think it was that bad. And I looked down and I saw I was bleeding. Like, oh gosh, this is, you know, this is a little bit more than I thought. And then they continued to bleed a little bit, and never looked up, and they're like, oh, you got a broken nose. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I didn't feel that much pain wow. considering. Uh, what was going on. And so they, they went in there, just kind of, the docs said it immediately. And, you know, I was like, I'm good. And I got, felt like I was good. And I, I did, it, you know, I wasn't in that much actual pain. Um, and they, you know, wanted to get the CT scan, make sure there wasn't any other, like eye fractures or any other face fractures. And, you know, just, just for the doctors to give me, to have them to have, give the thumbs up uh, for me to pitch. But yeah, the whole time uh, I was good to go. Had you ever broken anything before? Yeah, yeah, I've broken the nose before in uh, basketball. I, back when I was a kid, I took an elbow to the nose, so I, I, it, it's not fun. When they said it, maybe this is a dumb question, but I've never broken my nose. Is that just like you're, you're gripping onto something and it's like a pop back into place and it's painful, or are you like, did they somehow numb it? What, what do they do? No, you just gotta just suck it up a little bit and let them press on something that hurts a little bit. And then, oh. you know, it, it only took a little, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was. 
they just had the doctor just kind of said it real quick. You did a good job. And even the people at the CT scan impressed at how well he did it. Well, it's the only thing in common I have with you. Obviously, I don't have your ability or your toughness or anything else, but I have broken my nose. And what I was saying before the start uh, was that I can't even imagine doing anything, let alone going out and pitching in a Major League Baseball game. The, the, when, I, when I broke it the first time, every step sent like a shockwave through my body and it would hurt the nose. I mean, obviously, there's a million different ways to break it in different angles and different stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm also not tough at all. But goodness gracious, even if you're not going to say that it's impressive, I, I have there's no question here. I'm just saying it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. <laughs> For you, where does that rank? Does it even register on the things like the, the near-perfect game you had, the no-nos, the 20-strikeout game? Is that even on your post? Podium of cool max moments, or is this just a whatever? To me, it's just a whatever because uh, I really wasn't dealing with pain. If I was dealing with pain, maybe maybe I'd feel differently, but I wasn't. So for me, it was going out there and just continuing what I'm trying to do this year, and just continue to uh, put up quality starts. Firmest fastball velocity-wise of his season, 98 plus miles an hour in his last start. I thought your best pitch of the night, maybe certainly maybe your sharpest slider was your last pitch of the game. I don't know if you'd agree Filthy. with that. But it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Watching you empty the tank. Now we're just doing a thing where we just talked uh, to Matt, like it's the, the Chris Farley bit. Do you remember that you remember time? That pitch you threw? It was awesome. It was awesome. Dude, when you empty the tank, though, you're like at 108 pitches, and most mortal men start to, they're, they're sweating, they're fatigued. That to me is what's worth every penny you can pay you, that you could pay to get into the ballpark. Is that mental where you say, I'm sacking up. The Phillies aren't touching me. Or is it physical because of the work that you put in where, you know, I've been told by guys in the organization, like the polls you run, the stuff you do is, it's kind of next level above everybody else anyway. So it, it allows you to finish that way. Yeah, it goes into the train. Uh, um, you know, looking away, throwing the miles, um, uh, to, you know, really to prepare your body so that even when uh, even when you're approaching the start, I mean, you, you physically know what's going on. I mean, you're aware of, uh, what it takes to pitch, you know, you know, you prepare yourself to be able to throw 120 pitches every game. Um, and so, you know, I kept, you know, I knew there in the seventh, you know, I had off double that. I still had enough pitches. I still felt good. I still felt really good, actually. Um, uh, hey, I still got plenty of pitches left uh, to finish this inning. And it just came down to execution. And, and these are the most important pitches of the game. Uh, you know, I've always said the last 15 pitches you throw are typically uh, usually sway whether you win or lose. And so those last 15 pitches need to be your best 15 pitches, and you got to be mechanically locked and physically locked to be able to go out there and execute. Well, speaking of locked in, last four to one innings for you, four earned runs allowed total. That is obviously otherworldly and excellent. And it's coincided, it seems like, with you guys playing better ball as well. Go back to when you guys are, hey, 12 under 500. It's not going great, but you, you kind of keep uh, chopping wood here. And now you guys got yourself into, into a pretty good position where uh, you got relevant baseball. You got a good Braves team coming to town. You got a chance to continue to kind of make some hay. Go through that process. Is you kind of taking off? You guys are playing better ball, too. I don't think it's any one person uh, that's doing anything. I think it's a collective as a team. We're just playing good, clean baseball. Uh, we've kind of cut, eliminated our mental errors and some of our physical errors as well. And just letting our talent play and kind of ignore the results and just focus on what we can do. And that, that's just go out there and play good baseball. Uh, we have the talent to compete with anybody. We can beat anybody. Um, and it's about us just staying with ourselves and making sure we make the right, right plays, the smart plays. And we know if we can do that, we can, we can play with anybody. All right, I got two more quick ones for you before we let you go. First, there's a report yesterday that the Tampa Bay Rays have received permission from Major League Baseball, I don't know if you saw this, to explore becoming a two-city team. 
So essentially, they would start the year being the Tampa Bay Rays. They would end the year in Montreal. They would play in two different cities. What's your initial reaction to that, just as an elder statesman and a player in baseball? Um, I kind of saw something this morning about that. I mean, it seems crazy at first. Before... Yeah, I'd really have a true opinion. I'd like to hear like what what the full like kind of report of what they envision and what that would look like from the player side. Because the initial reaction would be obviously it seems crazy, but you never know. They might actually have a, a better uh, layout of how that would actually how the logistics of it would work out from the player side. So it'd be a little bit premature to um, come to an opinion yet. Understood. Second one, I think, is an easier opinion probably because it's something that you've dealt with in the past. The learners sent out a letter yesterday. They've extended the netting at home. They're going to extend it at the all-star break, basically all the way down toward the foul poles. Your thoughts on that? Um, it, it, I mean, it just depends on uh, you know, how high the netting is. Uh, but, I mean, as a whole, I think we've definitely seen uh, it's a good thing because we have seen so many foul balls that are just screaming into the uh, stands. Um, and they, they can really obviously do damage on and so, you know, obviously anytime you, you – I mean, if somebody's got their kids at the game, I mean, and you're talking about balls that are being flint, you know, flying into the stands, I mean, you can really do some serious damage. So, obviously, any type of uh, safety precautions for the fans is always a good thing. Max, you're the best, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Keep chopping wood as always, buddy. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me See on. See There's Max Scherzer. He has not given up a run since 1916. Broken nose or no broken nose. We're Grant and Danny. You're listening to The Fan. Alex Smith spoke publicly for the first time since breaking his ankle. We'll tell you what he said. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.